Howdy, howdy, boys and girls. Rob and Ken here. It's another episode of The Nosebleeds. Ken, how you doing today? Where are you calling in from today? I'm back in uh, that good old Charlotte, the the the, the south. Um, it's it's hot here again. Well, it's not hot, but it's it's warm. I could take this call from my porch if I wanted to, Rob, but I do not want to. I'm an inside guy. I like to be on the inside. Well, especially uh, here in New York, it's uh, it's about 50 degrees and rainy, so definitely an inside day up here. You know, people always get on me for being an inside kind of guy, and and I have to remind them that's why we made the inside. Right. right. I mean, like we used to live outside and everybody went, well, it would be great if we weren't outside anymore. Yeah, this so sucks. So they made the inside. Yeah, I'm, right? I'm an inside kind of guy, too. Yeah, outside's overrated. Oh, yeah. I Once in a while, you know, it's fun. But well, yeah, you it's kind of like, like, you know, you it's, it's nice to visit, D. but you don't want to live there. Right. You need the D. The, the, you need the vitamin D. <laughs> and then there you go. All We're right, getting yeah, censored. Okay. Out. I'll see myself out. <laughs> oh, God. Let's get into it. Uh, what a better topic with, with this mess of a conversation. The, the the National Football League, Ken. It's a mess, Rob. It is. Because it's a mess. What What's that from with the broom? Uh, that's, a, that's a Will Ferrell movie. Um, the one where he's running for Congress. I don't know if I caught that one. Ah, yeah, they, 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 um, what's his name? Zach Galifianakis is in it, and he's running against him, and he's got those two little pugs, cute little pugs. Oh, man, I can't remember the name of the movie, but his catchphrase is like uh, he, he just walks around with a broom or something, and, he, and it's a mess or something <laughs> like that. Uh, what is the movie? You know, uh, having elect- some trouble with my browser here. The Campaign. The campaign, there you go. That's a fun one. But anyway, the NFL, it's a mess. It is. People hitting each other in the heads with, with helmets. Oh, my goodness. Since the last time we spoke, people accusing other people of racial slurs. Yeah, I mean, Since do we want to just... time we spoke. Do we want to just talk about that, that real quick? The uh, That whole episode between Mason Rudolph, Miles Garrett. Uh, look, I don't care if he did use a racial slur or any kind of slur towards Garrett. There is nothing that you can say to someone on the football field that would merit ripping off their helmet and smashing them over the head with it. Yeah, it, I don't even um, care if it was about his mama. Oh no. Wow, that's that might be a step too far. But it, I mean it's uh, it's it's not great. Uh, it's not great, Rob. It's not great. You can't be hitting people with helmets. No, it's a bad look. And as far as the NFL goes, I think it played out the way it had to. Um Garrett had to be suspended. I like the indefinite tag on the suspension. I think mainly because they they really didn't know what to do about this. Yeah, it's tough. And then it's a, a tough one. A couple of guys in the melee got suspended for a couple of games. Um, and then I think Mason Rudolph and a few other guys got fined. Yeah, and like let let me be clear. Uh, I'm not a Mason Rudolph guy. He is a strange man. He he looks like the guy who would wear a pastel shirt with pastel pants and boat shoes to a bar and then get mad that somebody like spilled a Bud Light on him. Right. Um, but don't worry, his dad will pay for his dry cleaning. Uh, you know, he's uh, a little bit of a, uh, I don't want to stir the pot too much, but a little bit of a MAGA man. So he may have said some stuff in the scrum that wasn't great, but at the end of the day, you can't be beating people over the head with your helmet. 
Right, and and no one else who was involved in that said they heard anything like that, even after the game. Yeah, yeah, it's not great. It's it's all in all. That's what I'm saying, man. It's a mess. Uh, this this whole thing has turned into a mess. Speaking of messes, Thursday night football was last night. Recording on a oh. Friday, we had the, uh, the yeah, Texans. I, you know what? And, and we're recording during the day again. And yeah, folks, I love daytime recording. It's fun. We never know. I might get an alert. Oh yeah, something you know? crazy. Then, Someone could sign Colin Kaepernick right now. We don't know. Yeah, that'd be fun, and we can talk about that in a minute too. But uh, it, it's cool. You never know. You get some breaking news. Don't worry, I got the Twitter feed is going. Excellent. Oh, uh, here, here you go. Here's the breaking news. Mitch Trubisky is going to start on Sunday. Great. Uh, yeah, that's fun mean, for not Bears great. Fans, uh, maybe. Great for the GM, but not really great for anyone else. Yeah, that's strange. Um, Thursday Night Football. Uh, oof. It happened? There was a game? Oof. Did I miss anything, Ken? Uh, DeAndre Hopkins played yesterday for the first time this season. That's uh, news. Yeah, he, he caught a bunch of bad. He was actually pretty involved in the game, which was weird. Only six catches, but 94 yards and two touchdowns. So the guy was, I mean. That's it was a solid like game. That's DeAndre. a real good we game. We haven't seen that all year from the guy. I mean, he's a lot of times been making a lot of catches, but like playing way more slot, I think. Um, in in this offense, it's been weird. They've just been letting Fuller when he's playing run down the sidelines and catch hundred yard touchdown passes. If it's but, working, why stop? Yeah, exactly. But I mean, you look at DeAndre's stat line for for the season. Like he's made no, excuse me, no less than five catches in a game, but. He hadn't been over 100 receiving yards since week seven. Well, I mean, he gets doubled a lot, so he's still going to make those those catches, but there's going to be defenders around. Yeah, yeah. and and But you know what? He's a big physical guy. He likes to, like, get into it. Like, that's his thing. I understand that he likes that. But he's so good. I just feel like you got to throw the ball up to him a lot more. You know, like, let him make the play. But I also understand that this offense is built around, like, okay, cool, we can throw it to DeAndre for seven or eight yards every time if we really wanted to, and then air it out for Will Fuller every time Deshaun can, you know, can extend the play, which he does every single time he has the ball in his hand. Yeah. Texans are uh, – they're an interesting team. And, and, and so are the damn Colts. It's all – They are, stupid. and now they're – I mean, they're still just separated by a game in the division up there, so – yeah, that, I mean, that was a huge game. It's tough to see a guy like T.Y. Hilton be on a pitch count in that game. Yeah. Um, and he did drop a lot of passes, so, like, maybe he wasn't, uh, of course, maybe wasn't feeling totally up to it. And this is totally separate from me starting him in fantasy this week and, and being disappointed. But I, I also think, like, if he's not good to go, if he can't go at 100% yesterday, he's not worth it. Well, the idea being he usually when that situation plays out is you're thinking of him as a decoy. Yeah, uh, they didn't decoy much. They ran the ball a trillion times. Yeah, that's the thing. They didn't game plan around him being a decoy. So Yeah, like what are you doing? If he's not feeling up to playing uh, the majority of offensive snaps, right, like 70 80% of snaps, and you're not going to just have him stand. Uh, like, But that's the thing, too. Like If he's going to decoy, he's got to run. Oh, he's got to be a decoy. He has to act like he's trying to do something. 
Right, and he's coming off a calf injury. It's not like he's coming off like a shoulder or an upper right. body thing where if he takes a hit, it's going to hurt. It's him running that's going to hurt. So, yeah, he comes in and plays a, a few snaps, didn't play a whole bunch, right, and gets six targets, makes three catches for 18 yards. And at the end of the day, he's sitting there thinking, like, what's the point? Like, if he's really that beat up, right, that he's got to be that limited in what is essentially a must-win game at the top of that division against the Texans in Week 12, like, let's not forget here, we're coming towards the end of the year. And they play each other again next week. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. They play Tennessee next week. I misread the schedule. It must be a couple of weeks. They, they don't usually put divisional opponents back to back like. No, that. I apologize. They, they don't. They don't play them again for the rest of the season. That was their second and final. I game. thought. I thought so. Yeah, I read the schedule wrong. I'm sorry, Rob. It's but okay. End of the day, regardless, right? So, okay, fine. That's the last game you have against these guys. Top of the division. Season's winding down. Everything's must win. If this guy can't go. Just sit him down and get somebody in there who can at least run vertical lines. Now you're not wrong, and it it was a close game. So having having that element of their offense missing, it might have cost them. I mean, it was that, yeah. that fumble recovery call towards the end as well. But well, yeah. I mean, we could talk about that too. What what was that? I'm not even sure what that was. I don't. That's as clear as day a fumble. And. It was, a, I think, a clear recovery too, which is what the I think the the controversy was was the replay official said there wasn't a clear recovery, but I think everyone else's eyeball said something different. Yeah, it's all fascinating. There's some strange, um, this strange, strange. Uh, the NFL's replay is strange. There's just some things that seem. And maybe I just don't know the rules, and I always feel like that. Every Sunday, I'm like, well, I don't even know what, what's happening because I don't no, know. Ken, you know what? I think you know the rules. I don't know if I do. Well, maybe maybe you don't, but I think the average uh, football fan knows the rules well enough. Well, I feel like I know the rules well enough, but then they go ahead and do something crazy Some like that last night. Like They're like, well, I, I, I'm out, and the other guy's got it, so like they should have it. Right. And I was I was listening but, to Pat McAfee this morning, and he had a great point that you know he's gotten to meet some replay officials with some of the work he's done uh, broadcasting wise, and they're old officials, as in guys who have twenty, twenty five, thirty plus years of experience in the league, and geez. now they're sitting in front of monitors trying to parse these plays together. They're old. <laughs> Well, I don't even get me started on it. And if anybody who knows me is listening to this podcast right now, you just opened the biggest can of word. Old people, Rob? Oh, I didn't realize. They are the worst. Now, I love you, Grandma. I love you, Mom and Dad. But you are old. Okay, Boomer. Yes, and it's okay for you to stop doing things. <laughs> just go I don't even home. know if these guys are Boomers. They might be like the oh, parents they're, they're, of Boomers. They're worse. Oh, Rob, I can't and it takes so long to for especially for some of the obvious ones to be overturned or confirmed. Well, that's because they're still figuring out how to dial the damn phone. Ugh. What's this headset thing that they're using? Oh man. Why does my daughter never call me anymore? <laughs> because you're old, and she doesn't love you. Okay, Oof. sorry. That got deep. 
I got deep yeah, in a hurry. Well, yeah, well, Rob, life is deep. So we agree. The Colts were robbed of an opportunity, at least, to try to tie or win the game there down the stretch. Correct. So, Although T.Y. Hilton wouldn't have played anyway, so it probably didn't matter. Eh, you never know. That's why they play on the field. Yeah, you're right. You can't Maybe say they were robbed of the game. You can't... could have taken it downfield. Right. You, you can't say the game was taken away from them, but the opportunity was taken away the from The opportunity them. was taken away, and their, their, their own game planning was uh, less than ideal with yeah. T.Y. Hilton. It just yeah. seemed like a waste of time. Speaking of a no, waste of time. No more of a, or less than a waste of time of David Johnson and his dumb body. Oh, my goodness. Which, goodness. That guy is, is made of paper mache, and they won't not play him, but then just, like, have him stand on the sideline? Like, I don't know. Does he really want to be out there that badly? I think he might be the first cheerleader to be on an active NFL roster. It's insane. He hasn't touched the ball in two weeks. Oof. I don't get it's it. It's brutal out there. Again, none of this, Rob, none of this frustration stemming from the fact that both of them are on my fantasy team. Right. Or from the fact that I traded you David Johnson. None of that. None of that. Nope, 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 nope. I wouldn't. Nope. <laughs> Loving me some Derrick Henry right now. All right. Nope. 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 All right. Let's move on nope. to Colin Kaepernick real quick. Yeah, that's that'll get me in a better mood. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I don't think anyone's going to sign him till the off season, no matter what. Well, I don't think anybody's going to sign him anyway. And I think it's the possible. NFL. I think the NFL. I mean, geez, we we don't have to. I mean, unless uh, like three quarterbacks on the same team tear really important ligaments. Yeah, then then uh, what's his name? I'll be back in the league. Peterman. Oh yeah, yeah. Ooh. Um, oh. No, I I think, and we don't need to relitigate um, old NFL issues here. And and you know what though, maybe it'll do us good because I don't know where you where you currently stand on the Kaepernick situation, Rob. Um, oh, well, so clearly. Maybe, maybe it's a good idea to level set for our listeners here, so they know which side of the takeage we're on. Well, sure. Um, Look, overall. Colin Kaepernick deserves his opportunity to play in the NFL. There have been so many players that get signed. Uh, it, it happens every offseason. Players get signed uh, to be backup or second string or training camp quarterbacks. And the immediate reaction, and I agree, is why are you signing this guy? He sucks. Where's, Ka- where's Kaepernick, who has said that he doesn't need to have a guaranteed starting job to take a, co- a contract. He'll come That's in to compete true. or be a second stringer. He'll make your yeah. team better. And everything that the teams have said to justify not signing him has made no sense at all. Uh, you look at the Washington team last year uh, saying he doesn't fit our system. They're running the same system he took the Niners to a Super Bowl in. Yeah, and they're trying to run it with Dwayne Haskins, who very clearly is just not ready to play in the in the NFL, and that's fine. right? You don't need to come out of your draft year and be like ready to be a starting right. quarterback. Well, well, this was last year. When uh, right. when Alex but, Smith but got hurt, they, but, but and they were they running out Mark Sanchez, same, yeah, it's the same thing. Yeah, it's the same system. I, I don't know. If, I don't think. I'll be honest. I haven't watched the Redskins play a whole lot of football this year ever since they played the Giants. But yeah, cool. so I, I don't know for a fact if they've changed anything since Gruden got fired or if they're running the same system. So, Rob, why don't you take us through a little bit of this workout stuff? 
level set level set our our folks here on what what happened with this workout. Well, the NFL scheduled this workout, and they said, Colin, we're, we're giving you this workout. It's on a Saturday, which is bizarre um, because NFL teams are, A, preparing for their Sunday games, and, B, most of their scouts are at college games. Uh, it's taking place in Atlanta, and be there or screw off. And then... I don't remember the exact list. I think five or six teams were officially on the record of showing up. Well, don't forget the the switch. Did, it was Kaepernick who switched it, right? Yes, it was Kaepernick location. who switched it because it was the only way he could get media there, I believe. Yeah, that's right. It, it was a circus. But he looked all right. I think he looked good enough to justify yeah. getting a shot. Well, that's the thing with these tryouts. Like the, the the tryouts, of course, are not uh, a great. Yeah, they're not right going to be that conclusive. You're not going to look at a tryout. You could look at a tryout of Drew Brees and say, I don't know, maybe he's worth a shot. He looked good. Right. Right. Um. Yeah. It's 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 fascinating. It's it's a it's a it's a strange culmination of this whole story, which now becomes like even more of a story right back back to the news with this thing um and and, and it honestly it's got like a, a little bit of a feel of the like oh this collusion lawsuit may have some legs so we need to do something to like uh make it pretty obvious that there is none right and then regardless of the fact whether or not he's going to actually have a chance to sign with the team that's up for debate we can go into that if you really want to but it is what it is right um, but the NFL is, and then that waiver, I mean, did you, did you, did you read it all about the waiver? I don't think I caught that piece. So the waiver specified that, it, and, and the NFL says that it's a standard tryout waiver, which the Kaepernick side, uh, very, 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 very much vehemently disagrees with. And the waivers, uh, specifies that if he does this tryout, he signs the waiver, does the tryout that he cannot pursue any future litigation with the league. Now, is that overall or relating directly to, like, getting injured during his tryout as a worker's comp? So, so generally, it's related to the injury thing. Right. If you go try to catch a pass and fall down and, I don't know, dislocate your shoulder. Right. You can't sue the league. Right. But – in the waiver that they gave to Kaepernick, they removed the specific language, and it was just general litigation. Well, that's shady. Yeah, the NFL's shady. Clearly. Or some say it's a mess. And, look, all of these facts, if this ever does come down to litigation, like this is going to look bad for the NFL in a courtroom. Yeah, it's not good, man. Well, it's not good. But let's talk about something a little happier. How's that sound? All right. Hopefully, it's uh... all right. So hold on. Let me let me let me uh, let me take a look here. Uh, the NFL's a mess. Yeah. Uh, Miles Garrett beat a man over the head with his own helmet. A man who had a concussion earlier this year, by the way. The man who had a concussion earlier this year, like a bad concussion. <laughs> who, by the way, looked hilarious when he got his concussion. I know that's he like did, it's I, not. He, yeah, I know. Great to say, but it, he's okay now, and uh, he looked funny when he was he, concussed. He did. Um, the Kaepernick thing is a mess. 
Uh, Thursday Night Football was a disaster. Um, but Rob Gronkowski. Oh, yes, he has a major announcement, Rob. That's my breaking news sound. He's hosting a Super Bowl party. That's the major announcement? That was it, man. Ah. That was it. Everybody I know was thinking about picking this man up to their fantasy team. Everybody I know was ready to – I mean, and most people already are saying the Pats are just going to repeat as Super Bowl champions. But everybody I know was ready to pack it in. But this guy's hosting a, a Super Bowl party on the beach. Good for him. I, I, I saw a couple days ago he was dancing at halftime with the Lakers girls. He's he's living his best life. He re- I mean, he's been living his best life back to when he was at the U. This guy, I mean, you look at – he plays for the Patriots, and I despise the Patriots and, and Belichick and Brady. Never had any hate for Gronk. How can you hate the guy? Yeah, he's hard. He's a hard guy to hate. Uh, he, he's a good dude. Um, he's a little bit of a jockhead, right? Like a little bit of a guy you'd probably hate if you were in high school with him. Maybe, but we're not. But we're not. So. Lovable. He's just a lovable, happy dude who likes having a good time and – while, while he was doing it professionally, he was damn good at catching a football. Yeah, exactly. And what else is there like to really care about that much? Right. Um, plus, at the same time, as a Giants fan, Rob, I don't think you, you, you can hate the Patriots that much. I mean, you've kind of, you know, who's your daddy, you know? Well, yeah, as a, as a, strictly as a Giants fan, you're right. As a football fan, it's a different story. Between the spy gate and the deflate gate, and yeah, and that's that's all the gates. That's that's fair. But hosting his Super Bowl party on the beach, what a guy! That's awesome. Guys, just hanging. Guys, doing it. Loving it. I'm with. Let's take a look. A quick look before we wrap up the NFL route. Let's take a quick look at the standings. Yes, I've got some notes on that. We took a we 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 took a little bit of a detour during our Thursday night football talk to talk about how the the, the Colts and Texans right it's tight yeah. at the top of that division that was kind of a must win game for both teams there obviously the Texans uh, you know uh, reel it out at the end with the 2017 final yeah I, I think up. they took control there in the, in the AFC South I think they're clearly the better team between them and the Colts well he, well that's for sure I don't think many people would argue that but here's here's part of the bigger question in that division right so the texans are done now for this week obviously they improved to seven and four next week they come out and they play the pats so not a you know not a swimmer right well but the pats and the the fun thing about them and i was going to save this point before we talk about their game uh against dallas this week is you know who've they beaten that's it's a fair point it's a fair point, but you know what? They don't have to beat a whole lot of anybody. It's a weird thing to say about a what are they nine and one? A nine and one team? Yeah, I, I mean, they beat the Bills. Who have the Bills beaten? That well, I mean, we can do this all day long, Rob. Well, look, I've got I've got Tankathon open here because I just love looking at when the Giants are going to draft, <laughs> and it's got everyone's strength of schedule to this point listed. Okay, the three ease that well the two. The three easiest strength of schedules can belong I, can I to. Guess? You want to guess? Can I guess the three easiest? Go ahead. All right. I, I would obviously say the Bills and the Pats. Yes. And I'm interested to see. 
who the Baltimore Ravens have played. The Ravens are not that bad. Uh, they have a 488 strength of schedule. I guess that's winning percentage of the teams they've played. Okay. All right. That's Buff- not terrible. Buffalo's at 419. Okay. And the pass New-, are- New England's at 426. Can I have a hint? Now, don't give me the division. That might give it away. Right? Mm-hmm. Just, just a hint. Now, just make sure I've got this right. The third place team is actually it's a two way tie. One will surprise you, and one will not. Okay, one will surprise me. One will not. Can I give you another hint? They're in the same division. Oh, okay, and they're both uh, competing for the playoffs. No. Ah, that's fascinating. One, <laughs> one is. All right, so one is and is – okay, this is interesting. This is interesting. Okay. Um, ooh, man. This is fascinating. One's competing, one's not competing. And oh, it's got to be somebody bad who's good. I don't know what that means. You want to waste <laughs> more time with this you want the answer? <laughs> Uh, I'm going to take one more guess. I'm going to take one guess here. Give me the guess. I'm going to say the Chargers. No. Actually, they have had a hard schedule, 512. Yeah, shoot. All right. All right, what do you got for me? The Dallas Cowboys and the New York Giants. Wow, that really is uh, something. Yeah. That really is something. Yeah. Huh. That leads us right into the the Cowboys and the Patriots this week. Two teams that have beaten generally the bad teams, except for Dallas losing to the Jets. Yeah, that was tough. Now, I still think Dallas is a Super Bowl candidate. I don't think so. I don't think they've done anything against good teams this year. I think they're going to win this week. You think they're going to beat New England? I do. The game's in New England. Yeah, I don't think that matters. I, I never subscribe to that. I don't subscribe to I mean, in, I do a little bit. I'm not going to base my entire pick on who's at home. Yeah, I, 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 I generally do not care where the game is played. And I'd be interested to see, like, over the last however many years, right, like over the last decade, like well, what the I record mean, of the home team I is. I care a little bit. Look, Dallas's home field is, is inside under a dome. And New England is, you know, one of the Cold? one of the coldest outdoor stadiums in the league. Uh, I think that's a situation where you can start to think about home field just based based on the elements playing a role. Eh. I mean, yeah, but everybody's got to play in them, you know. Like it's not. Um, yeah, but New England's more used to playing in it. I guess. I you know I, I mean. Sure. Does anybody uh, want to go to Gillette Stadium once the weather turns cold and try to beat the Patriots? Um, the last 15, 20 years? No. Yeah. No, I, I, listen, I'm sure you're fine. But, I mean, Dallas is 3-2 and two, both on the home and on the road. And New England is 5-0 and oh at home. and I'm sorry, 4-0 and oh at home and 5-1 and one on the road. So it's like it's whatever. It's whatever. But, we're, look, we're trying to pick this game based on the information we have, which is largely a toss-up. Yeah, so it really, I mean, you could say whatever you want, I guess. You can't be wrong, right, if that's the case. Well, we'll find out in a couple days. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, it's it's interesting. I mean, uh, so so here's some of the information we have, right? We know Dallas is 1-1 one one in non-conference games, mm-hmm. right? 
we know they're 4-0 in the division, right? Beating the Eagles, the Giants, and the Skins. That, that is what it is. Yeah. Bad division. Um, the the Pats against non-conference teams are 3-0. Right? And like I said, their home and away splits are what they are. 4-0 and then 5-1. The Patriots are a good team. Now, who have they beaten? We, I mean, again, nobody. So, yeah. I, I think Dallas I mean, even Buffalo. Think about this. Buffalo... Them. Buffalo lost to New England. They played a nine and one team and still have the easiest strength of schedule in the NFL. So think about that. Yeah, that's interesting. I I, I think Dallas is a good squad. I, I really do. I think they're I think their coach is bad, and they're a good team. So where does that leave you? It leaves you if if Bill Belichick can get a couple takeaways on the defensive side of the football, they win the game. If they don't, they lose because their offense isn't that great. Yeah. Right? I mean, you watched it last week against the dang Eagles who were bad. You're not wrong. I, look, either one of these teams could just not show up or, or show their true colors in this game. It's The real wild card is they're both teams that we're not really sure who they are, which with New England yeah. being 9-1 and one is actually just amazing to think about. Well, that's funny. I, is I think we know exactly who the Cowboys are. I like I got to be honest with you. They're a 9 and you know, they're a 9 and 7 or a 10 and 6 team who has a bad coach with fantastic talent. That's it. That's what they are. And they they win despite their coaching staff. Cough Mets cough, right? And they're a fine team that can make things happen. If they got a coach there who knew what the heck he was doing, they'd be fine. And the Patriots, I, I, you're right on the Patriots side. We don't necessarily know who they are because they haven't played anybody of consequence. Well, they but played the Ravens. Same... They lost. Right. And and the and the Eagles. Who are 5-5. Five five. When? The Eagles are 5-5. Five and five. Right. But, I mean, the Eagles gave the, the Pats they a run. A, they gave them a good game for sure. Yeah. And I, I think at the end of the day, the Pats, I mean, you look at them and you go, if they don't score a defensive touchdown, it's probably going to be a very close game. Because I don't think Tom Brady's thrown a ball for more than 20 yards in the last seven weeks. No, I don't think so either. And their running game is me dressed as Sony Michelle. <laughs> right? And he just walks back to the line of scrimmage and trips over somebody. And then sometimes they give Rex Burkhead the ball instead, and that's no better. Right? I mean, their yeah. offense is, is plotting at best. It's not explosive anymore. No, it's certainly not. There's no Moss, right? There's no... They don't uh, have Josh Gordon anymore. There's no Josh Gordon, right. It's just, it's... it's They move down the field at a snail's pace, which is good for the game they play, right? I mean, keep their defense off the field. When they get on the field, they make takeaways. They run the ball. They, you know, quick slants, and, and they, they take time off the clock, and that's fine. But they're just not a fantastic football team by any stretch. Uh, they're certainly so I not. really, I, if I can make a take, right? If I give you, if I could turn the heat up, right? Bring I it. I I got Dallas money line. Like I would take Dallas straight up to win this game in Foxborough. Wow, and and I think they they take domination of the NFC East at that point if they do. Uh, yeah, yeah, and New England is a seven-point favorite, six and a half points, which I think is bananas. 
Well, on the other side, we've got the uh, San Francisco Green Bay game. That's a big interest, major playoff implications there. Yeah, and that whole – I mean, geez, Luis, man. That – that like, we're talking about Dallas taking, like, a commanding lead in the NFC East. That's the only playoff spot left is whoever wins the NFC East. Pretty much. Because the rest of it, man, oh, my goodness. The Seahawks at 8-2, and two, right? The – uh, the, what are they? The the the, the Vikings at eight and three, and then the, those poor dumb Carolina Panthers who just just down the road from me can't figure anything out, and the L.A. Rams. I mean the Panthers five and five, Rams six and four. The, I mean you got to win out if you're both of those teams. Definitely, there's there's just no room for error. There's such a clear, it seems, separation between the playoff teams and the non-playoff teams, and there's. Maybe a spot or two in there in the wild card. Uh, That's the problem, for, though, man. The there really the isn't. There really isn't. I mean, Niners or the Seahawks are going to win the NFC West. They're nine and one and eight and two right now. Definitely. NFC South goes to the Saints. They're eight and two right now. Definitely. And the NFC North has the Packers and the Vikings at eight and two and eight and three. Yeah. The closest teams are the Eagles at five and five, the Panthers at five and five, and the Rams at six and four. Right. So yeah, those, I mean, those teams have to make some noise teams. these last few weeks. Now, of course, if the Niners lose this week, they turn into a freaking wild card team. Can you believe that? Well, the way Seattle's come out, I mean, it's hard to believe, but I believe it. Yeah, I mean, Seattle plays Philly, right? So yeah. uh, I would – and here's here's something fascinating. Fascinating, Rob. The Seahawks are a point-and-a-half underdog to the Eagles. That's incredible. Isn't it? Don't you want to put your daughter's future tuition money on that game? No, I'd rather not gamble with that money. Uh, that Come not that on, pot of money. That's the best money to gamble with. She doesn't even know you have it. <laughs> she doesn't know what money is yet. Exactly. Spend it, Rob. Spend it. Spend it. Uh, you spend. Venmo me. Venmo me. No, thank Venmo you. Venmo to me. At no, Ken thank you, sir. Yes. Yes. Execute order sixty-six. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, and and then on the other side of the, of at least of this game, you've got Green Bay who. I mean, they have a chance to really take control in their division if they make it to nine and two to Minnesota's eight and three. Although Minnesota has a game this is Minnesota on bye this week. They must be. I do believe, yeah, because I know I'm playing Dalvin Cook. Right, not playing Cook. So if Green Bay wins, they're nine and two to Minnesota's eight and three. So then they've got the upper hand in that division. But if they lose, that division is wide open for both teams. (laughs) Well, wide open between two teams. (laughs) Well, you know, but still. I wouldn't necessarily call it wide open. I'd call it uh, oh, very contested. Uh, very contested. Yes. That's, in that's in the current state of the NFL, it's pretty open. It is pretty open. And I'll then, give you that. I mean, you want to look at a division that no one expected to be this this close. You you, you want to look at uh, the AFC West. Kansas City is still only a game ahead of Oakland. Half game. Yeah, I, I'm starting to lose a little bit of faith in, in the in the KC squad, but now that they're finally getting back healthy, although Damian Williams goes out, and of course I wasted uh, a, a waiver pickup on Daryl Williams because I forgot they were on a bye again this week, and now I have Ken, to drop this keeps in happening. Yeah, I don't want to talk about it. 
I don't know why you brought it up. And then you keep complaining that you have terrible waiver priority. I do have terrible waiver priority. Because you keep picking up guys who are on buys. I do keep doing that. It's a real problem. You've got to learn, man. Learn or suffer. What'd you say? Learn or suffer. I'm suffering. Because you won't learn. I might, might, I might not make the playoffs in any goddamn league, man. You and I'm starting not. to get real stressed about it. Oh, man. All right. Well, let's make you a little happier. Let's stop talking about football. Yeah. Let's... I mean, geez, we've been doing this for 45 minutes. Yeah, right. Uh, let, let's pivot over to the National Hockey League. Hey, the And National your Hockey Islanders who are – Remember last week we said they were hot? They yeah. got hotter. Yeah, it's it's never – we may never lose again, Rob. You might not. What happens to the – I think the league has to shut down. They they can't stand for the Islanders being this good. Dude, yeah, I think they broke it. The timeline is broken. This is like Avengers Endgame timeline <laughs> mishaps. Oh, man. Remember last week we were talking about uh, John Tavares and how upset everyone was that he left – they don't need I him. Do. Yeah, they they really don't. Uh, and and listen, I mean, I would uh, I would be very much happy if he was still a member of this team. I mean, you can't be mad anytime a superstar wants to be on your squad, right? I mean, um, but this is a classic Patrick Ewing phenomenon example. Yeah, it's weird, and I forget who it was that wrote the article on the on the. Um, uh, the Ewing metric or, or something like that. It might have been 538 or maybe it was a sports SB Nation or something uh, Grantland. like that. I'm forgetting. Oh, it was Grantland? Yep. Okay. Yeah. And, and so it's a it's a wonderful paradox, is it not? Um, yeah. One that I'm very happy to be a part of. Um, On well, the however, angry but hot end. <laughs> right. But yeah. here's the thing, and here's the difference between the Ewing paradox or phenomena or whatever the proper scientific word is for it. Uh, also, shout out to and and Rob, if I could if I could indulge you for a minute, uh, shout out to our favorite scientist on the podcast, my wonderful fiance, who is now an Emmy nominated meteorologist. Oh wow! Yeah, that's very fantastic. Exciting. Yes, except now I have to take her out to dinner for the second time this week. Uh, you don't have to cook, Ken. That's yeah. what it's all about. Well, you know, I do enjoy, but I mean, we cook so often. I got to take a round. It's got to be like a, it's got to be a good one. Yeah, and that's expensive. Yeah, it is. But you know what? As someone who has a kid who's she's going to be two in a few months, hey, you have the, you have the freedom to just go out to dinner. You would think that, except now I'm planning a wedding, Rob. Even more of a reason to go out to dinner. <laughs> yeah, just I'll live on austerity after the wedding. I that suppose. freedom will disappear if you ever decide All to right, reproduce. Please stop. You're giving me horrifying, horrifying nightmares. Sorry. Um, anyway, sorry. Uh, the shout out. There's still science. time for you. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, General. <laughs> um, so anyway, so as the, uh, you know, as the, the Ewing paradox will tell you, is the season following that that season, right? The season following the, the uptick in your wins in production is supposed to be a general letdown. A pretty major letdown. Well, they're overachieving and that. The New York Islanders have experienced quite the freaking opposite. Yeah. Points in 16 in a row, Rob. That's a franchise record. And don't forget, this is a team that won four consecutive Stanley Cups. Right? So franchise record for anything is pretty impressive. 16 points. 16 games straight with a point. 
they're playing out of their mind. They, they, they just, they like it's, they refuse to lose, which is weird. They're, you know what they're playing like? They're playing like a, uh, like a rec league hockey team that's just better than the other team, but doesn't try too hard because they don't want to discourage anybody. Right. And then at the end of the game, if they're losing or if they're winning by too much, they let you score or they just come back and win. They're going to beat you, but they're going to be nice about it. Yeah, exactly. So like, (laughs) so like the other night when they played the Maple Leafs, they're up uh, five, two with two minutes left. They kind of stopped playing the Maple Leafs score two. And then they're like, all right, that's enough. And the game ends five, four. Then they go to Philadelphia. They're down 3-1, like late stages of the third period. A game that uh, in the National Hockey League doesn't turn around. Like, it's just general how the league goes. You don't right. win those games. And then they just think, they're like, yeah, no, we win now. And they go ahead and they win 4-3. And then the first game against the Penguins this week, right, they go into the third period. They're down 4-2 with five minutes to go. And like I said, that doesn't happen in the National Hockey League. They go ahead. They go, oh, we're going to win now. They do. They win 5-4 in overtime. Right. It's just crazy. And then, again, and then, of course, they win last night to set the record. Now, here's now the, the last three right. games have been in overtime, and that's, you know, it's not great. You don't love to see all your games go to overtime, although three-on-three hockey is probably the most exciting thing I've ever watched. But um, the number one thing that comes out of this, I mean, yeah, the, the point streak is great. Uh, obviously, you want to win as many games as you can. But they're not all blowouts. They're getting experience in late, close games, comeback opportunities. This is what playoff teams are good at. And, yeah, and Stanley and, and Cup what, teams I mean, are good at. If you're going to pick a concern, which if you're an Islanders fan, I, I encourage you not to be concerned about anything because, honestly, this is – I mean, it's fun, man. Just have fun with it. Like, who cares, right? It is what it is. Sports are dumb. The whole thing is dumb. You put too much time and effort and emotional stake into rooting for your sports teams. So just enjoy this. Because it's worth it. At the end of the day, you, I guess, could, if you really, really wanted to, but again, I'm, I'm cautioning you not to, if you really wanted to pick a concern, Rob, it'd be, A, that you're peaking too early in the season, right? And B, that you're getting too comfortable on the street. Does that make sense? Yeah, and and look, so, there, there's going to have to be a portion of the schedule where they're they're going to have to struggle just as a way of there's going to be a letdown at some point, right? And the question is going to be how they re- respond to that, right? So so you're you're hoping your letdown doesn't uh, start in uh, you know April when the playoffs start because right. that would not be great, right? It's like you almost right? want to I mean, hit a little cold streak for a couple weeks, yeah. relatively. Yeah, and soon. it's so I mean it's so silly to even say because that's stupid, right? Of course you don't, right? Like it's. It's dumb. It, it's like you want like to just go undefeated. Lightning last year. I mean, Lightning go ahead. They have a, a record-setting regular season. They win a trillion games, outscoring opponents a trillion to nothing, and then they go into the playoffs and get swept out of the first round by the second wild card. And the coach says that's because we didn't face any adversity in the in the season. You're like, yeah, yeah, sure, but you also just blew it. Like it doesn't matter that you didn't face any adversity. You were the I best. I think it matters a little bit because you can draw upon that experience when the time comes in the playoffs that you've sure. faced this before of, with this group of, of guys around you. No, I, I and I totally get that. But at no point during that regular season are you sitting there as a player or coach going, "Damn, man, I wish we'd lose a few in a row." Oh, of course not. So it's just kind of silly to like be like ready for that. Because it's just nobody's ever wanting that to happen. 
but it always does. But it is what it is. The NHL's a weird across place. all the sports. The are winning a million games. It, it's the same across all sports. The the team, yeah. the few teams you can think of in each sport that were just unstoppable, all had like at least a little low. Yeah. Well, that's just how sports work. Yeah. So anyway, up is down, down is sideways. And Mike Babcock is out in Toronto. And Mike Babcock is out of a job, which uh, I'm not like I'm not a gloaty guy, right? Like you know, I'm a take care of your own business man. We we talked about that already. Mike Babcock, a generally disliked man through like the player ranks in the NHL. Uh, not not anybody from his past jobs or current job or I should say newly former job has come out to be like, wow, really love playing for that guy. Uh, nobody ever really says that. They most of the time just really say the opposite. Um, so end of the day, not totally shocking. Teams underperforming, and that's what happens, right? Um, I mean, but also, uh, you know, uh, they're a good team. They're going to figure it out. They're going to be just fine. Everybody relax. Yeah, that's the thing. You look at uh, the last three years, 95 points or more. The last two years, 100 points or more. Yeah, first time in franchise history, by the way, back-to-back yeah. back 100 points. Real, season. real good. Started 9-4. Yeah. and four. They're on a six-game losing streak. Yeah. And it's I mean, I mean, the, it, it kind of has – I mean, they, they very clearly quit on them. They stopped listening. They didn't clearly. give a I dang. mean, it, it, it certainly has the appearance that the Leafs just wanted to get rid of them. Yeah. And, but now here's the thing, right? I mean, if you're a Leafs player, right, and you, you're whining, right? I don't want to play for this guy. He's mean to me. I want to play for a nice coach. I want to play for a player's coach, right? Uh, well, here you go now. I mean, this is this is it. Yeah. And if this doesn't uh, work, and, and then they go we're getting rid of you. Night, of course. They, go out, they go out last night, of course, and, and beat a pretty good Coyotes team 3-1. to one. Um, So, I mean, again, I, I think it'd be silly to say, like, they're anything other than just generally underperforming. But at the same time, they've underperformed for quite a while. And in this league, it's really difficult to make up points, man. Um, if you lose good enough, you get a point just by not losing fast. Right. So it's difficult to make up points. They've got some of them. They've got the highest, I think, highest game played total in the Eastern Conference outside of the Red Wings, who were our last place team, and the Capitals, mm. who were the only team above the Islanders. Um. But it's tough, man. They're, they sit two points out of a wild card spot right now with two more games played than anybody else there. Yeah, that's the rough part. Underneath them, you have a team in their own division. You have two teams in their own division, Buffalo and Tampa. Now, Buffalo is probably not a good team, probably not a playoff team. But they're going to compete, right? They're a team that misses the playoffs by a couple points, and then they get all sad, right? That's That's got that look on. Tampa Bay, we talked about last season, record-setting team. They're very good. And they've played five less games than the Maple Leafs and have two less points. That's one win. Yeah. So if you're the Maple Leafs, you've dug yourself a little bit of a hole here. So you're going to need a little bit of help climbing out. And we could talk about how the, the, the Canadians in the, in, in the Atlantic division are probably not, right, probably not going to finish above the Leafs in the standings. But at the same time, you can say that the Lightning probably are. Right, so I mean, they, they, they've they're, they're in a bit of a hole, and now they've got their coach, right, the one that they wanted, the one that their GM groomed, like grew in a test tube, took him everywhere he went. Right, guy who's got no NHL experience, and he was groomed for so long for this job, Rob, that nobody's even asking if that's a good move. 
it was just so assumed yeah. going into this year that he was next in line that nobody's even talking about. And that's fine. I think he's a good coach. I mean, he's, he's a very good coach. He's a player's coach, man. So now this team's got what they wanted. The GM's got what he's wanted. The players got what he's wanted. So they got to figure it out now. And I mean, to be honest, I think they will. But that all remains to be seen. Right. One more point on the NHL we wanted to get to was the uh, Garnet Hathaway suspension. Ugh. I, I mean, spit is gross. We can all agree. Well, sure. Yeah, it's gross. And and I'll tell you, I once I got out of the pool once, and I had uh, a bunch of water in my mouth, right? Because I was a kid and I was an idiot. And I, I went up to my brother and I I spit it out at him because I thought I was being funny. Yeah. And he was as mad as he's ever been at me. No one likes being and spat put, at. And he put me, he pushed me back in the pool. It was a very very upsetting moment for me. And I I, I knew then how how gross and uh, inappropriate spit is. And it is. But we're talking about a league where guys get a game or two games for potentially concussing people with bad hits. Now, I'm not yeah. going to be the compare suspensions guy. That's just, it's a it's a slippery slope. I'm not going on. But it is really hard to look past three games for a three spit. Three games. And, and Hathaway said the reason he was given was intent to injure. It, it's all does he have Ebola? Yeah, I don't know. It's all messy. It's gross. We can all sure, agree on yeah, that. Sure, yeah, it's and gross. I, also, I wouldn't even be upset with him getting a game for it. Right. And he also, he only spit at him because he got sucker punched. He, he which, was being held back by a ref. He got completely clocked out of nowhere. Yeah, it, but I will say, and and I, I heard this on another podcast. I forget which one. Um, but, I mean, if you walked into a bar, right, your nearest bar, which I believe for you is – Maggie Spillane's? Molly Spillane's? They've actually closed. It's Molly's. They've closed. Whoa, curveball. Yeah, they're an Italian restaurant now. Pretty good. Oh, yeah, I can work with that. Yeah. Uh, um, no, the closest bar is uh, the Duck Inn. All right, so if you walk yourself... This is going to get me in trouble. Walk you walk in, yourself over to the Duck Inn. Walk all over. Walk, walk into the Duck. You've, you've opened the door. You walk into the Duck. You go to the bar. You find just a general-looking dude. Right? Sure. And you punch him in the face. What happens? I'm probably going to get whipped. Right. There's Either gonna be, everybody in the bar is going to be a flurry. There's going to be a bar fight. You down, or the guy kind of retaliates and hits you back. I would say more than likely the guy kind of recoils and goes, what the heck are you doing? And calls the police. Yeah, sure. Right? But if you went into that bar... You found the same guy at the duck. Go up to the bar, same guy, same thing, same strut, same Rob Moretti swag. You go up to the guy and you spit in his face. He 100% hits you back. Oh, yeah. Right? Like, he 100% oh, hits course. you back. Oh, of course. But that's so not what happened like here. This, there's this weird – yes, and that, that that is not at all what happened in the game, I, of course. But there's this weird human reaction to getting spit on, I think. It's disrespectful. Opposed, it's a disrespect thing. Right. As opposed to getting punched, which is probably worse in general. Yeah. Right? But there's this weird human, like, very primitive reaction to getting spit on that I think led to it being three games. And it's very difficult to describe or even understand. Yeah. Now, one thing I did want to share when I was researching this 
Um, after the Caps loss of the Rangers last night, they, they talked to Hathaway about it. And I just loved his quote. He said, it was tough to swallow because I want to be out there with my guys. Hot. I yeah, appreciated that's, that's the tough to swallow. That's just fantastic. He knows what he's doing. He's not an idiot. <laughs> uh, he also said something like, yeah, my mouth opened. Yeah, some stuff came out. <laughs> <laughs> How long have we been going here, Rob? I feel like we've been on the phone for 45 minutes. Uh, we're, doing, we're doing pretty good. We're doing pretty good. Yeah. All right. Good. We're hitting good. our time. So let's let's uh, let's let's keep this moving. I think my uh, is uh, is it uh, is it time for me to talk about High School Musical or are we talking about baseball first? Uh, let's let's talk about baseball first, then we'll get to the, the st- other stuff later. All right. Um, Grandel yeah. has uh, agreed to terms over in Chicago. He's a White Sox now. Um, pretty big deal for the guy. I mean, he's good money. Oh, he's a good great. player. He looks like a genius for turning down that Mets offer last year. Yeah, I mean, uh, that's, yeah, that's for sure. Um, and I look like an idiot because I was not a Grandal guy. I didn't think he could hack it. He hacked it. He hacked it enough. He certainly hacked it. Took the one-year um, deal and made it work for him. Yeah, no, he, you know, you bet on yourself, a la Mike Babcock. Doesn't, doesn't always work out. This time it did. A la Mike Babcock. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. So, uh, so who's next, Rob? I mean, there's a lot of guys out there, but we know how MLB free agency goes. Yeah. We may not hear from them again until mid-August. I, I do want to make a note here about the Grandal contract. Four years, $73 million, largest contract in White Sox history. That's fascinating and disgusting. That's pathetic. Four years, 73 mil. I don't think it's the longest contract, but it's definitely the largest contract. They did it's just insane. they also extended Jose Abreu today. Not as big yeah, as this. I think they needed to bring him back. That guy's been around forever. Well, he was coming back anyway. He accepted the qualifying offer, and then they just used that as a springboard, I think. Yeah, to, and extended uh, him. Get the extension done. Uh, who's next? I don't know. Um, the winter meetings are in a couple weeks. We might not see anything till then. You know, I don't think too many big pins are going to drop between now and then. Uh, heard some rumblings that it could be Zach Wheeler, who could even go to the White Sox. Wow, look at the White Sox trying to maybe win more than 50 games in a season. And then uh, once the winter meetings come, the big thing that that is is you've got all 30 GMs in one shared space together. There's going to be some trades happening. You would, you would think. Um, I can't remember the last – like big one that came from a winter meeting. It's not always that it happens during the winter meeting, but like the seeds might get planted. Yeah, yeah. They'll start the conversation and say, oh, interesting. Let's see how a couple of these things shake out, and I'll get back to you. Yeah, and all we can do right now is kind of pontificate on on that kind of stuff. And i, I got to be generally honest with you, based on like the way the football season – I think the MLB is in, in real um, – it's, it's even boring in the offseason. Which is oh hard. yeah, uh, what do we call it last week? You called it the the not stove. I called it the slow cooker. Yeah, it's it's not great, man. It, it's um, it's hard to be boring when you're not even playing games, and it's boring. Yeah, here's how boring it is. You know what genuinely excited me yesterday? Oh, I'm nervous. <laughs> the Yankees release of Jacoby Ellsbury. Oh yeah, and I got a I got a cheer for the release of Drew Gagno today. So like I'm with you, man. Yeah, but he wasn't making 21 million next year. Yeah, but you also don't have to pay him. You don't care. I go to a few games that my money goes to that. Well, they don't they don't send you Venmo requests. 
No, it's not direct, but, you know. <laughs> I make some small contributions to the team's coffers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And don't worry, they're suing them for the money back, and I don't think they're going to refund you. <laughs> no, they're not. So. But, man, talk about talk about a bad contract that Ellsbury – you think the Cano contract was bad. At least he's on the field. Yeah. I got to be honest with you. I don't even mind the Cano contract. You got to pay. You got to pay your players. You got it. That Cano contract was a bad contract. It was what made it especially bad for the Yankees was he left them to sign it, and in response, they gave the money they had earmarked for him to Jacoby Ellsbury. Not yeah, even a that, week I mean, later. Did, yeah, did not work out well for the Yankees. No, hasn't um, played since the 2017 well playoffs. Oh yeah, Cano's making his money. He's showing up. He's playing ball. He's getting his money. He's still playing pretty well. To be quite honest with you, for an old man, he's still playing pretty well. He's all right. He's not worth what he's making, but he's all right. Right. But again, uh, I don't have to pay him, so I don't generally care. Yeah. It looks like uh, I actually just got a uh, just got a quick report here from uh, you. Remember that uh, that Twitter source I talked to you about uh, about the, the baseballs? Yeah. Same guy right now. White Sox and Angels are all in on Zach Wheeler. And we should know uh, it, it's it's primed to set up the pitching market at a pretty good price. So that's that's interesting. I told you he might be the next one to go. I, I think the Angels are 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 a good good fit for him. The I Angels really are a good. team that are going to. I think they should try to make some noise this year. I mean, in the off season at least, they are wasting Mike Trout's prime at this point. Yeah, I mean, he also said he's he can't wait for the notification that they did something. He's yeah. ready to go too. He needs some. I mean, who's the the highest paid guy in the team besides him is Albert Pujols. Yeah, that's that's not great. You don't want that. No, and his negative war. Ugh, man, I used to love the Angels. You know who was my favorite player out there? Garrett Anderson. Oh love yeah, love that guy. He was a great guy. Yeah, he was cool, dude. When he was beating the Marlon Yankees in the Anderson. playoffs, it was oh, kind of annoying. I'm, I'm but... way back in nostalgia right now. Marlon Anderson, when he was a part of the New York Mets, that was he was one of my favorites. Oh yeah, love the guys who. Uh, I-, I love the non-regulars who come in and 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 play real well. They get you know? it done like they're situational guys. Yeah, Marlon Anderson, Chris Woodward for a while. Oh yeah, Damian Easley. Oh, oh, now man. you're throwing it back. Those are my dudes. <laughs> anyway, yeah, baseball's boring, and it continues to be boring, which is impressive because the season's not even ongoing. So good job, baseball. Way to kill it. <laughs> All right, let's let's get a little more exciting then. Let's let's talk about a little pop culture. We'll talk about a little Disney Plus. Yeah, man, you signed up. What are you doing? Oh, dude, I signed up during the D twenty three Expo. I got the oh, three year plan with a deep discount. It's under four dollars a month. Oh, uh, Rob, you're fully paid. My dog, Rob. The whole family needs it. Uh, the The baby's gonna be two in a few months, oh, so they got man. the kids stuff there. My wife's a big Disney fan loves all the classics i'm a big fan of the star wars and marvel stuff so are you watching the mandalorian i can't wait for us to get off of this podcast so i can go home and watch episode three okay good man so i mean come on i mean spoiler free mandalorian how much do you love baby yoda (laughs) i thought you said spoiler free (laughs) no it's a spoiler freeze again if you haven't seen a picture i mean that's episode one so is it that big of a I love Baby Yoda. I'm actually concerned that Baby Yoda is gonna is gonna end up resulting in another Baby Moretti. Oh man! <laughs> because everyone's loving Baby Yoda a little bit too much. Oh boy, you've already got one. 
I know. Oh, no. It's so cute. It is the cute. You, but I got to be honest with you, unless your wife is a Yoda, which is canon species name, by the way, I, I they need to come up with a name. For that damn thing. I've heard that by the end of The Mandalorian, we'll know. Uh, like the species name? Like the species name. Interesting. But right now, it's, Yoda it's species. canon, right? Yeah. Canon is just Yoda species, unnamed. That's weird. Okay. Anyway, so Yoda species, I mean, God, he's cute. Just the cutest little thing. And then he but, uses, and then he, he does a special thing for a few seconds, and then he sleeps cute for like an hour. Oh, he slept for like three days, that cute little thing. It's not It's not really clear how long he was sleeping for, but it was an extended period of time. It felt like ever. It felt like forever. It was, half, it was, was easily sleeping. half the episode. But I do love. I do love. Uh, I mean, the cinematography in that, and the 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 the, um, the effects. I thought were going to be a little not great, right? I, I didn't think it because would it be... was a made for TV. Yeah, I, I thought they'd probably skimp out a little bit. But you know what, this is doing for me. I mean, the the Mandalorian. Uh, if even if you're not a Star Wars fan, and are like a Marvel fan. I suggest you watch, like, the first episode of Mandalorian, just make fun of how stupid Star Wars is. That's fine. Do that if you really want to. But at the same time, understand that when you get your your Marvel series, right, you get your, uh, you know, Falcon and Winter Soldier, you get your WandaVision, right? When those things start hitting Disney+, Plus, understand that those graphics, man, they're coming. Yeah. Like, and it's, I, it's I read good a look. Uh, it looks great. And I read an article that... Um... You probably don't realize this, and I didn't realize it until I read the article. A lot of that show is done on virtual set. Really? They, But it's a new kind of virtual set. They actually have gigantic, super high-resolution screens surrounding the actors. And it's a new technology, and they wanted to try it out on TV first because it's a little more forgiving than film. But I huh. didn't even notice. I think I have noticed a lot of the backgrounds have been kind of blurry out of focus. That's probably on purpose. Yeah. But it's, yes. it works because it looks good. Well, I'll tell you, if, if, if the Mandalorian's doing one thing for me, it's really getting back to uh, kind of how the originals had that kind of Western cowboy flick cinematography, right? Right with the, the wide pans and the big, you know, the big um, setting setting shots where they just grab the background and stuff like that. And they've, they've done a great job. John Favreau is so good, man. Oh yeah. He's a great showrunner. That guy Fantastic. He deserves all the accolades he's got, but Disney plus dude. So, okay. So, so go ahead and give me the, the Rob Moretti top three guilty pleasures on Disney plus go. Oh man. Guilty. I haven't really guilty pleasured that much. Yeah. But what are you going to guilty pleasure? The one time where your, your wife takes your daughter to her parents' house and leaves you at home and you've got a 12 pack of Bud heavies like old times. And you're sitting back going, I'm going to rewatch X. What is it? Oh man. It's, it's gotta be some of the Marvel movies. Okay. Okay. You're going, you're going back. Into the MCU. Yeah. Which I, I counted. They're not all there, and I, I couldn't pick up the ones right. that weren't they're there. Not, there's a few that aren't there, and they did put out a release a while ago explaining why. It's basically they signed streaming deals for all these movies, and some of them just aren't up yet. Oh, okay. So actually, so I know I know one for a fact that isn't there is Iron Man 2. 
All right, I guess but if you go to Disney Plus and search for Iron Man 2, it will tell you when it will be available. Ah, that's nice of them. So they don't have all 22 quite yet, but they've got a majority. Yeah, so th- I mean, that's that's th- my problem here. Is and that and it's got, also they uh, got all the extras there, the director's commentaries, and, yeah. and so the, you, you could watch a movie and it's like watching it for the first time again. So I've been open in that I, I've never watched a lot of the Marvel movies, but I think... I think the MCU is one of the greatest collections of storytelling that there is in the world. Oh, it's I, incredible. I, and the way that they weave everything it. together. And I'm not a big superhero movie guy. I think they're like a little bit, cut, you know, cookie cutter and that's fine. Um, it is fun. Like I understand why it's fun. I'm not an idiot. Um, and that's why, who's that idiot who said it wasn't cinema? Is that Scorsese? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. He can go right to hell because you're an idiot, buddy. Um, it's, 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 it's fun. It's entertainment. It tells a story, it, but that's the thing. This guy wants to say it doesn't tell a story. They told it. It absolutely tells a story. story. It's a gigantic story. And, uh, to say that it, that there's no story, no character development. I mean, there was yeah, no action just, in Endgame until the third act of the movie. Yeah. It's just dumb. It's just, it's, 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 it's another old man being old and I'm done with that. Go be old somewhere else. Get an island. Be old there. He can afford one. You can. You can, except uh, <laughs> now he spent all his money on the stupid Irishman because nobody would pay him for it, idiot. Yeah. Sorry. That's all right. I'm done. Sorry, Martin. I didn't mean to yell at you. That's all right. So, yeah, um, a current, current Disney property favorites are going to be a toss-up between Star Wars and Marvel. But uh, if you look at, to me, what Disney has done since they acquired those two properties, I think their work on Marvel has been much better, Mandalorian aside, than what they've done with Star yes, Wars. That's fair. Uh, I think that's fair. I do appreciate how uh, deep into the Star Wars lore they're going. Um, oh, that it, treatment is great. I think the films they've put out have been a little lackluster. Yeah. yeah see, here's my thing, and, and and I'll have this argument with anybody, Rob. I, I, I when I was a kid, I did not grow up. I did not grow up watching Star Wars. Um, and the first, star- <clears throat> oh God, oh, <coughs> can you okay down there? Yeah, I'm good. Um, the first Star Wars I ever watched was the Phantom Menace. Oh, I'm so sorry. And I was a kid though, right? I so know. as a kid, it was fine. See, I've got, I'm, I'm lucky in that when I was about nine or 10, they did the, the, my first real experience with Star Wars was the special edition re-release in 97. Oh dear. So I got to actually see them in theaters. Yeah, that's cool. See, I don't have for that the, fir- the first time I saw New Hope, Empire, and Jedi was in theaters. Granted, it was the kooky, re-released, edited, weird George Lucas so version. did not shoot first in that vision. I can't remember. I don't know. I can't keep him I'm straight. I'm pretty sure he- the re-release theatrical had him edit, had the edit where he just moved his head out of the way and they shot at the same time. Yeah. It's... I don't know. I can't keep him straight. He shoots first. He doesn't. They shoot at the same time. It keeps changing. There's so memes it, it about went it. For, yeah, I mean, you did it in order there. That was good. Yeah. And then, obviously, the, the prequels came out, and I saw those. <clears throat> yeah. And, you know, but again, man, as a kid, I didn't hate the prequels. I thought they were fun, right? It was like fantasy, fun, fun, fun. Sure. For, for, a, kid, for a kid, they're fun. My uncle walking through the parking lot going, oh, meets a Jar Jar Binks. Like, that's funny to me. Sure. It's funny. Yeah, I understand that for most people it wasn't that funny because they watched Star Wars as a kid in the 80s, right? 
Right, and, and then, it didn't get much more kooky than 3PO and, and R2-D2, right. who were still taking their job seriously. Jar Jar, they wanted to jump off a bridge. Yeah, it, it, it so went like, too I far. That. But now, did you kid, hear? Did you hear the theory that they intended for Jar Jar to be a secret Sith? Yeah, I, 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 um, I want to subscribe to it so bad. It's a great thing. <laughs> I think it matches up. Yeah, why not? You know what? Let's make that canon. Let's so, make Jar Jar. Jar well, he was supposed to be a secret Sith and fulfill the role that Count Dooku filled. Uh, but then I, there was such a negative reaction to Jar Jar that they rewrote it and created the Count Dooku character. Yeah, I, I don't, um, you know, I, I'm sure it's possible. Because <laughs> I, I still don't know what purpose Dooku really served in that trilogy um not not much i mean sometimes you gotta add to the body count though you know that's about it um all right but you know rob if i gotta be honest with you man if if i was left at home alone with the bunny because i guess i could stay with the bunny and i had all the time in the world and i could binge something man i'd go right back and re-binge my high school musical oh man man i love that stupid movie it is so much fun they're dancing and they're singing and they're in a high school and they're putting on a musical in the musical show thing. Yeah. Never appealed, never appealed to me. Yeah. You're wrong. Is the thing. I can be wrong. That's fine. Yeah. And, and you are, so it's good that you know. And then, uh, and then they, they, they made a new one, Rob. There's the series. So clearly enough people, the musical, the series. I have heard about that. And it's fun again. They're singing, they're dancing, they're doing the same, all in a high school again. And uh, I'm all about it. I am a musical guy. If somebody wants to just break into song out in front of me, I am going to watch. I keep that in mind for next time. And I, after I watch The Mandalorian, episode three, I'm going to watch High School Musical, the musical, the series, episode three. And it's all going to put me in a very good mood. And it's a Friday, which means I get to eat a pizza if I really want to. Nice. And I bet you really want to. I do really want to. But I'm going to take her out to dinner, so the pizza might have to be tomorrow. And then tomorrow whoa, whoa, Saturday, Ken. and you got to go out. Tomorrow, take her out for pizza. pizza. Yeah, you don't go out for pizza in Charlotte. You just kind of suck You know it up what? You're right. Out. I'm thinking about New York, and we've got fancy pizza places. Yeah, no such. No such. I'm so sorry. <laughs> that would be a gesture, though. Take her to New York to go to a fancy pizza place. Take her to New York. Come on, honey. Get on your get on your sweatpants. We're going to airport security. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's a whole other topic for another day. All yeah. right. One more right, segment left. Be, yeah, you go first, man. You tell me. You lay into it. What the uh the annoyingness. Yes. Oh my goodness. Houston Astros fans. Oh boy. Really going right out there. Man, after talk about denial. Here. I mean, I suppose we could just go ahead and cross Texas off a list of places that people are going to listen to the podcast. Uh, you know, there's Ranger fans that might agree with me. Maybe there's some level-headed Astros fans that agree with me. There you um, go. Go get them. The, my God, just the, the, the complete denial that this cheating thing is happening. It's, it's incredible. Here's what really got me hot about this. is So the story comes out. It's Rosenthal and, and all his buddies at The Athletic who I'm sure put a lot of time in and researched uh, and put the story out about the Astros cheating. Then in response to that, guys on the internet, John Boy, someone we've mentioned on the show before, and a few others, look at, go back and look at the tape and find 
evidence of the cheating system that was described in the story. So naturally, all of the angry Astros fans on the internet don't go after Rosenthal or even Mike Fires. They're all mad at John Boy. <laughs> yeah, you gotta love it, man. It's incredible. You gotta love it. It's if you're really gonna be something. mad at someone, like just think about who you're targeting. Yeah, it, it's 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 a little ballistic. I gotta be honest. I mean, it's okay to cheat. Like, I'm not saying it's okay to cheat, but it's okay you got caught. Like, who cares? Well, you want to talk about who cares. I mean, we don't know what the punishment's going to be. Right. I mean, what's the punishment going to be? Replay the 2017 World Series? I don't know. No, I mean, there's won. a lot There's a lot we don't know. I bet I, that I, I bet there's a lot we, we, the public, don't have access to in terms of information here. Uh, yeah, we, don't we got John Boy. We're good. We got John Boy. We don't know what A.J. Hinch knew and didn't know. We don't know who masterminded it. Was it something that came down from the organization? Was it something that just the guys in the clubhouse planned? I mean, you're talking anywhere from just a fine to, I don't know, postseason ban, vacating a title, forfeiting yeah, draft they, picks? I don't they're know. They're never going to do that. They, they, they might forfeit draft picks, but in the MLB, that doesn't actually matter. It matters um, a little, but not as much as in other leagues. You're right. Yeah, and, and they might suspend A.J. Hinch, and they might suspend the GM, and they might you know make you – remove somebody right maybe hinch can maybe. never coach again in the mlb well they're never going to take away wins ken here's here's, here's the thing do the mets lose carlos beltron over this yeah no um they're never going to do that they're never going to that's the thing they're not going to remove alex cora they're not going to remove uh you know anybody from a different team now. i don't think anything's off the table with that yet See, i think it is though i i just in being realistic about the home being a little practical about the whole thing I don't know. It's this just, might Manfred might try to make an example out of the Astros. I, I I'm not saying it's necessarily going to happen, but I wouldn't. Manfred take it off the should table. worry about paying minor league players. How about that? Well, that's a whole. We should talk about that soon because that's an interesting topic. That's yeah, developing and there. Manfred's got enough on his plate. <laughs> yeah, I, and I listen, will say this too. They cheated. Uh, right, they, they cheated. did. They did. They cheated. I don't think they're alone. I'm sure other teams have done this, and if and when yeah, it comes out that another team at, did this, I think that's yeah. Yeah, I think that's where I think that's where they're looking. They're I mean, just we should going, be okay. Who else is cheating? Right, and we should be just as appalled when it comes out that I don't know the Minnesota Twins did this or who. I'm not saying they did. I have no evidence of that. I'm just naming a team. Jesus, now we got to cross Minnesota off the list. Do we? I don't know. Well, you look at you. You're just attacking teams. Fine, willy nilly. Should I just name the bad news bears? They're doing it. There you go. Much Fine. Better. When, the, when it comes Except out, the, now, bad, uh, new, the bad news bears did this. We, we're going to be just Billy as appalled Bob about no, that. So, I don't know. That's what I'm annoyed about is Astros fans across the interwebs. It's, you know what? You're, it's fair, though, because they are just being a little um, negligent. A little negligent. So, uh, the uh, the NCAA continues to be great. Last, uh, sure, last yeah. talked about uh, – James Wiseman, I believe. Yes, and Mr. Wiseman. How, uh, how annoying it was that he was ruled ineligible and how great it was that Memphis decided we don't give a damn. We're playing them anyway. So the NCAA turns around and goes, wow, they called our bluff. And uh, instead of suspending him forever um, and making him ineligible, we'll, uh, we'll suspend him for 12 games. Just a, just a number that they came up with. Yeah, I don't know where that number came from. And here's the fun part, Rob. Yeah. He must, M-U-S-T must, 
donate $11,500 to a charity of his choice. Where's that money what? coming from? What? What? Pay your athletes, then make them donate the, it. The four-letter words that I want to use right now, Rob, do not even come close. Ken, I've got to the same exact the way reaction. The makes me feel. It's not like he's got that kind of money lying around. Nobody does. I mean, some people do, but... Make Jeff Bezos pay the damn fine. He'll pay it. He will pay. Let him do it. The NCAA is just yeah, easy. I know. I, I, to recap for anyone who maybe is listening for the first time or for some reason doesn't know about this story, uh, it was a, a gift, I, I guess, quote-unquote, legally a gift. Given, yeah, that's given to him. Even a gift. Didn't even give him a Sega. Yeah, right. Uh, from Coach Hardaway before either of them were at Memphis uh, to pay for moving expenses. It was so Wiseman could play for Hardaway's special team. In high school? Actually, it was an outside team, and then he played for him in high school. Oh. Okay. Like a development league team that he ran. All right, fine. Uh, regardless. Uh, it's still not a big deal. Not a big deal, and – even more so that, like, like my point last week, that still didn't make him ineligible to play in high school. Yeah. It was for moving it's expenses. Stupid, man. He doesn't it's have the money stupid. anymore. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> they used it to move. Did we forget that? So he's got to come up with $11,500 to give away. And, and this sure. is in no way going to result in him accepting more illegal gifts to pay off his debt. I was just going to say, I'm sure that the money he finds is going to be perfectly uh, acceptable on, under NCAA standards. Now, I'm guessing that – now, they say he has his entire academic career in college to pay this. But what <laughs> happens if he doesn't? Do four years of playing, if he plays for four years? He's not going to play. He's going to play this year. He's going to be done. Fine. So he plays this year and is done and goes to the NBA. If they win a national championship, and he doesn't donate the money, is that championship vacated? Because I think I think by the letter of the law, it is. Yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, probably. It's ridiculous. Yeah, it certainly is, my man. It certainly is. The, 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 that whole place is a bunch of olds being old, Rob. That's all it is. The boosters can't even pay it for him. Yeah, it, I mean, it's stupid. It's all stupid. Can he set up a GoFundMe? Probably not. No, he can't. Yeah. <laughs> it's ridiculous. What's he supposed to do? Get a job while he's basically doing a full-time job playing basketball? Well, Rob, he's got a full ride to an academic uh, facility. He should have plenty of time for academics and work. Yeah, no, that's not how it works in the NCAA. Yeah. One day maybe they'll get it. Probably not, but one day. Any minute you're not in class, you're on the court or studying something with the team. Or eating. <laughs> nah, they don't eat. They're pretty skinny. Yeah, fair enough. All right, Rob. Let's get out of here. Let's leave these people alone, especially the people in Houston and Minnesota that you've made such generous friends with. <laughs> All right, Minnesota was an example. Houston, we've got some beef. Sounded like a targeted example, Rob. Minnesotans, I'm with you. I think I was naming teams the Yankees played in the playoffs this year. Ah, <laughs> oh, dear. Well, I only had two to go from, huh? Well, two more than the Mets did.
That's fair enough. Yeah. You ain't wrong. You ain't wrong. wrong. All right. Let's get out of here. All Folks, right. we're, we're coming back at you. Hopefully, probably not next week. I mean, geez, Yeah, well, I think we're going to so take Thanksgiving week off. Got to eat a turkey at some point. Um, An entire turkey in one sitting. Yeah. Yeah, do it. One whole turkey. But we'll be back uh, probably in two weeks. First week of December, I think. The Islanders probably will not have lost. The MLB offseason probably will not have begun. And uh, James Wiseman will probably owe an extra $45,000 to the NCAA. He probably won't have played yet either. Exactly. Got (laughs) to love it, baby. Got to love it. All right, uh, folks. Uh, Rob, happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving to you, Plus too, experience. Ken. Thank you. Yes, please do. And I will um, I will watch High School Musical for you if you won't do it. Thank you. I'm going to go watch The Mandalorian. All right, fine. Me, too. We'll watch The Mandalorian, then we'll regroup. Sounds good. We'll talk about Mandalorian All right. next time. Sounds good. And we'll, uh, don't forget, uh, email. Email. Uh, what is it? Podcast uh, those bleeds at gmail.com. And at nosebleeds, what are we underscore pod? That's it. Nosebleeds underscore pod on Twitter. Hit us up. We haven't heard from anyone yet. Give us. Let us know what we're doing wrong. Please, negative feedback. If you think we're the greatest thing ever, then you know you could say it if you'd like. We like kind of. Yeah, positive feedback's also fine. But um, you know, negative. We I love negative feedback. I love to be told I'm a dirty little boy. We'll we'll save that for uh, for later. All right, that's for the Nosebleeds (laughs) XXX podcast. Take care, everyone. We'll see you next time. Bye.